everybody. Welcome to Local Business Hacks Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Case, and I'm on a mission to help you. Every week, we're going to be talking to local business owners and experts to get their best tips, tricks, and hacks to grow your business. This show is designed to teach you, inspire you, and motivate you to take massive action and start to build your future-proof business. Whether you're just starting off or you're taking your existing business to the next level, this episode is for you. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. I am your host of Local Business Hacks podcast, Carl Case, head of business development for Referizer, joined this morning by Carrie Hamilton Ganaway from Mayweather Fitness. Carrie, tell the world who you are and a little bit about your story, please. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yes, my name is Carrie Hamilton Ganaway, and I'm so glad that I did not have to bubble chart that name in school. That's uh, <laughs> something I pulled on later on. So my name is Carrie Hamilton Ganaway, and I'm with Mayweather Boxing Fitness. I actually am a co-owner of four licenses in the state of Florida, one which is currently open, three to TBA. We're trying to find the right spot and the right time to do that. Franchising with this company has been amazing. And I have sadly 35 years of experience in the fitness industry. Not sadly, but it just kind of tells my age a little bit. Ironically, a big thing happened, the passing of Olivia Newton-John, right? And she actually was the person that kind of inspired my life's journey in the fitness industry with the song, go ahead and say it, let's get physical. And <laughs> I know you can't say it without singing it. So ironically, I was just mad passionate about the eighties and how it started with aerobics and, and all that. And I was never really an athlete. I just really wanted to be an aerobics instructor like Jamie Lee Curtis and Olivia Newton-John. So we did a like fifth grade talent show and this is all backstory, but it is like literally the juice of how I got into fitness and, um, fifth grade talent show to let's get physical, did a little routine and matching zip up suits with my friend, Tracy fast forward seven years. I started teaching high impact aerobic and step aerobics. Wait for it at a club called let's get physical. Awesome. Full circle. Full circle moment. Yeah. So I've been in all aspects of health and fitness. I'm really passionate about it. And I always like to say that we are on the front line of the health industry, the medical industry. We are, we're preventative medicine. We are, are what's keeping people alive if they really just dig in. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, it's just, it's never been about the money and as being as a female in the industry, it's been a struggle. And um, so I've had a couple opportunities with ownership, but this is the first time ownership in a franchise where I'm not working or managing it. It's actually, I'm running the show and I'm really honored to do it. So that's where I'm at. Awesome. Well, thank you, Carrie, for that intro. Welcome to the podcast. We're happy to have you. Thank um, you. You have an awesome, really extensive resume. How have you climbed this fitness journey to get to where you are today? And what made you partner with Mayweather Fitness as the brand to move forward with on owning your own studio? I am relentless. I'm relentless. I've heard it in kind ways and I've heard it in not so kind ways. I love fitness. I love what it does. I love how it makes people feel. I love empowering people. I love making people feel good about themselves. I love believing in people more than they believe in themselves until they believe in themselves more. So for me, it's just never 
I've just never stopped loving it. Bigger franchises that came in, you know, 10 years ago where they started boutique fitness, I really feel like changed the game because in, in a big gym, you know, you go in, you pay for your membership and it's up to you to show up. Boutique fitness allowed the trainers to make a little bit more money and allowed them to keep people accountable. They're paying a premium price. You're going to go more often when they go in more often, they get more results. So it's been a game changer. And, uh, you know, a a mentor, a friend of mine, uh, Ellen Latham, who created the Orange Theory workout. When I worked for that company, I felt like this was the first time I've ever actually made money as a fitness instructor. And so that was huge. So I love what it did for me as a coach and then into management as well. Getting onto this brand, my my husband and I were consultants. He was working with a company in New York City called Grit Boxing, and I was helping him write the programs. So he basically created the workout for them. Um, it was it's kind of like Studio 54 meets boxing fitness. It's incredible. If you ever have an opportunity to go, it's really worth going. And he got furloughed during the pandemic, unfortunately, as a lot of people did. And then a lot of people found themselves in a consulting space. And that's when he took the job with Mayweather as a consultant. The funny story, Carl, is my relentlessness um, actually came into play with this. And he, um, he was invited to a fight, a Logan Paul fight in Miami with Floyd Mayweather. You may have heard about it. I was sitting in your backyard and I said, cool, plus one. And he said, nah, no, we can't. It's just for corporate employees. I'm like, you're kidding me. Floyd Mayweather fight in Miami. I live boxing and I can't go to this one. And he said, no, you just have, it's for franchisees or, or corporate employees. I'm like, okay. So without really him knowing, I called a friend who was interested in some other business adventures that never really panned out for us. And uh, I said, Hey, I may have something. Are you interested in hearing about it? And uh, long story short, two weeks later, we had a license for, and I was at the fight. (laughs) Sitting on the other side of the bench from your husband. Yes, right, right. I was like, I'm not sitting next to you. Yeah, no, he. I, it was wonderful. So, um, but I, I, you know, I say that story because it's true, a. Eh? But also, I know, I know the benefits of boxing. I know I, I was a master trainer with a boxing fitness workout for ten years. I would travel around and instruct people how to teach it. It's so it's, for me. It's always been about empowering women. Right? We're not always allowed to be aggressive or if we are we call names but we need the outlet we have to like we all need an outlet so boxing fitness for me was where it's at and I knew coming off what we've been coming off of for the past two years it's just been a little rough emotionally I think it was time for people to get back into a space together I was able to create a community of such a diverse group of people men, women, all walks of life. It doesn't matter. And I had not seen that yet in a franchise boutique in, in my experience, but to be able to bring this and bring everyone together and fight next to each other, but do it in a loving way. I mean, the dichotomy of that, it's just crazy, but (laughs) it, it works. It works. And people feel good. They leave their brains are working. So I really believe 
in boxing fitness. I believe in Mayweather boxing fitness. I believe in what Floyd Mayweather stands for when he wanted to have this as his legacy project. Face it, he makes way more money in a fight in 15 minutes than he would in this entire lifespan of this business, right? He's allowing people to bring that message out to the community about what boxing fitness does. Not sparring, we're not fighting, but we are fighting for something, aren't we? Like we're fighting to get in yeah. shape, we're fighting to stay happy. So that's that's why I chose Mayweather. And I really, I love it. Awesome. Carrie, for those people that are listening that want to come take a class with you, what studio Ooh. are you located at? I'm in Melbourne, Florida. So shoot up the East Coast, 95 North, and I'm right there by the Space Coast. But we right now are currently sitting at 53 franchise locations around the world. We should have at least 74 by the end of the year and projected for a lot more. We have over 200 licenses and sold. So I'm really excited about the growth. It's just a weird time right now, but hey, it's cyclical, right? We always have weird times and we always come back stronger. So I'm ready for that rebound bounce back. It's going to be great. That's awesome. Yeah. Carrie, tell me, how long have you owned this studio? So we've been open since February 18th of this year. So we're kind of babies. The company itself has been 2019. So we really are evolving. And my husband, Ashley, he's in charge of fitness education and, and program development. So he writes the workouts for it, but that's his lane. And it's like, it's really kind of cool that he stays that way, but I actually have something for myself and, um, you know, cause pillow talk can be just always about fitness. <laughs> And at oh, a certain point, you're like, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> um, talk to me about strategies that you guys have utilized since opening right out the gate in a very interesting time to start a fitness location. Things that have worked, things that haven't worked that people can benefit from knowing. Yeah. I feel like the best way is organic. Yeah. Um, I, I, the ma- word of mouth in, I mean, you can, we have a beautiful studio. We have a great location. It's huge. And people still are like, they drive by and they're like, I didn't know you were there. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's like black and white right yeah, there. People drive so, their phones up. Yeah, there. exactly. So the word of mouth. So it's, a, again, it goes back to that creating that community. Right. And I think that you and I spoke about this earlier is like, you have to have mad culture. It's like crack. And you've heard the cult you know, they CrossFit's had it. Zumba's had it. Orange Theory has it. It's, it's a vibe. It's a, it's, it's like, it's a cult and it's not a bad thing to say that, but you have to kind of create that safe space where people just want to talk about it all the time. And you're, you know, to the point where you're like, all right, fine, geez, I'll go just stop talking about it. Right. And then they go and you're like, Oh shit, that's great. Addicted. Yeah, I'm addicted. So that's what we want. But that, to me, that takes a little bit of time. Getting out there, the it's a little different. 10 years ago, pre-sale marketing, setting up a tent, handing out flyers. People, I think it's a little different. People are like, don't come near me. I don't want to put my name down for anything. I don't want to talk to you. I find now people want to text, which is weird. It's a text culture. Yeah. Yeah. Referizer as a core, our number one service that we offer is text message marketing. Our yeah. statistic is that 97% of all text messages in the world are open and read within four minutes. Yeah. And we're talking about my generation opens a text probably within four seconds. 
Yeah. Where it's my grandparents generation, maybe it takes four minutes or right. they're in a meeting. And that's the reason that that statistic drove up. But text messages are the best way for now and to get answers done quickly because Absolutely. our time is so valuable and it's becoming what we see as shorter and shorter yeah. um, just based on the amount of tasks that we're expected to do on a daily basis. And luckily technology has enabled us to, to do so. Right. Um, but it's it's still wild to think about. So it is wild. I mean, I sold a membership over text this morning. Yeah. Imagine it's, 20 years ago you said that, let alone 10 years ago when we all had blackberries. Yes. Now blackberries. you don't even see blackberries anymore. It's either you have an iPhone or you're a stray and have a Samsung. Yes. Oh, you're a stray. I don't talk to you. As soon as, no. as soon as that green text goes, you know, we're blocking that number. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. No, right. So I feel like, yeah, text is different. And I had to kind of, um, I had to adopt that as being, okay, that's fine. This is how they're doing it. Cause I like to talk to people and that's, that's hard. The big thing for me is when I'm coaching my team, I'm like, Hey, just, just fish for it, you know, reel it in. And then, and say, Hey, I, if you have a second, I'd love to talk to you because there, you can't replace this relationship building, right? Like I could say on a text, you're pretty awesome. But if I said it, I could say it three different ways and it'd be totally. Yeah. So um, I just feel like they're culturally, it, it can be a problem, but for business, just don't. Yeah. Text. Yeah. Well, for those of you listening that aren't using text messaging, if you need a text messaging platform, obviously Referizer is there for you. But most importantly, Carrie, you mentioned something that I think a lot of business owners don't take advantage of that they should, and maybe you're one of them, is the power of video creation and video content. I work hands-on with a lot of my studios because you know, Referizer has a system that as soon as you have a lead that comes in, it calls you the business owner telling you that you have a new lead, connecting you with that lead within five seconds. Right. But the the part that I've realized is that people don't want to talk on the phone. That's just something that 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 exists today. So what we've been able to do is create these 30 second to minute and a half long videos that are introductory videos, introducing a client to your studio, to you, to your trainers, so they can build that instant rapport and watch in their free time. So that's something that maybe if you're not taking advantage of today, that can help you in your sales process because- yeah. Yeah, video content we've we've been incredibly successful with. I think when people see faces, and that's part of that that you have to see the genuineness. And when you hire people, I do not hire for resumes at all. The job is not rocket science, right? You have to have two things, maybe three. <laughs> you have to have the ability to just be joyful. Yeah. I tend to be joyful all the time. It's actually one of my podcasts. It's the joy and how you find it. And it's not hard to find. It's always there, but I need happy people and people who don't mind talking. And someone who will ask for the sale. That's probably the third one. You can talk, but when it comes down to money, if you don't have it, you have a problem asking for it. In my experience, people yeah. have a hard time. If they're selling a product that's out of their price point, they're like, well, it's, um, I mean, it's so worth it, but it's like 169 a month. And, and then at that point you've already made it like, Ooh, <laughs> I don't think I want it. Even if I can afford it, you know, but, um, yeah. So asking for the sale, 
but everything else I can teach you, but I can't teach people to be nice. So as far as like going through Indeed and all that, it's hiring people that are friendly. And I have had turnover of three staff members out of the, I think 16 that I've had, right? Three. And they still my best friends. They still want to, we both cried when we left. I mean, and then the other one was just like, hey, this is not your jam. I want you to succeed somewhere else. So even departing or firing someone can lead to a good relationship. Yeah, no, I agree. And inside of our organization, our CEO stands for chief energizing officer. When he holds interviews, it's just a question session for the potential candidate to ask him questions or ask us questions because yes. it's about, is it the right fit? And you'll know really quickly, as soon as you put the ball in their court and for anybody listening, that's looking for a job at Referizer, you better prepare some questions as to okay. what you want, what do you want to know about our organization? But it's amazing what you learn when you ask somebody, use this as time for you to ask me things, because if this isn't a right fit for you, we're going to know based on your questions. And if we answer it properly, and if it's not a right fit, let's not try to make it work. No, we do speed dating first. And I like throw them in with the rest of my team. Like, I'll meet you if you're great. Okay, now you have to meet the team. And I'll shove them in a workout And when all the team's there. And they're like, you know, because I know that they have to jive. They have to, you, listen, my big thing is I love you like family, but we work as a team. Yeah. Because family, if you're working with family, have you ever worked with family? Okay, yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> There's probably reasons why, but I can love you guys like family, but we work together as a team because as a teammate, you're, you're responsible for things. You're not going to let the other person down and you have one end goal, right? So we love as a family, we work as a team and that's how it's got to be. And if there's any contention and you said it before, there's any problems, mama bear is all right, let's sit down. Let's figure it out because we all have to love each other because the members will sniff it out in a heartbeat. If you don't, oh, yeah. they'll know. And you'll, and you'll attract the wrong members as well. Absolutely. Then they start talking and then there's polarizing and Indeed. that is a cancer and I'm not down. I've been there, done that. And I actually almost left the fitness industry because of working with a company that allowed polarization within the team. And it came from the top and I was like, I'm out. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Carrie, that's all juice. I love it. Um, Tell me, tell me a story that taught you a lesson that lots of other people now have learned from. I always go back to people, right? My biggest lesson that I learned in my fitness space journey is that you really are making an impact. People just want to be seen and heard when I mean heard, like, I'm not going to sit there and train you and listen to somebody talk about their husband and how annoying he is, but (laughs) like, I can't seem to lose this weight. And every time I seem to lose this weight, I always gain it back. And then you go deeper. Well, why? Well, why? Well, why? And my husband's like, why do all your clients crying after every session? And I'm like, cause we got there and we made reason that they're my clients forever. Yes. And they're forever and they are. And I do still get clients that are like, you changed my life because of this, or I've never gone back to eating that way again. And as far as the business, what I've learned in business is word of mouth can be good or bad. 
And you don't talk about other businesses if you don't want other businesses to talk about you. If you have a problem, leave the beef beyond. You don't engage. You, you know. Why um, I'm a pescatarian. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it, there's always going to be competition. It doesn't matter. There's plenty of people that need help in the fitness world. They all need help. So Yeah, and also there's not necessarily a right fit for everyone. There's right. not, you could have 12 different kickboxing gyms and boxing gyms all near each other and they're still not the right fit. Like you have, yeah. we work with OsteoStrong, which not necessarily has my demographic inside of there all the time. But if I had early onset osteoporosis, maybe that's a good fit for me. But absolutely. It's, but what, would you agree that mainly the big fit is how you feel when you walk in? It's, and how you leave. And how you leave. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, so I do feel like there are people that there are so many wellness coaches out there. There's so many people that are educating themselves on how to do this. Just find someone who's not giving you crappy advice and telling you eat this way. It just... I don't know, but people need to be motivated. They need that. They need that. I so appreciate you, your story and what it is that you guys are doing over at Mayweather Fitness. I think that anybody that's in the South Florida area, hop in your car and go check out Perry Studio. I will be there sooner than you can imagine. I better. I'll see you with the gloves on. I'm so excited. For our listeners, that wraps up this week's episode of Local Business Hacks. We thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for next week episode where we'll be joined with someone in the health and wellness space as well talking about their journey thank you again carrie thanks thank you so much that's it for this week's episode i hope you found it helpful be sure to head over to our site local-business-hacks.com to check out the show notes and send me questions or ideas for future episodes if you want to grow your business just like the people you've heard from here follow local business hacks podcast and tune in for new tips tricks and tactics Until next time, thanks for listening and keep hacking.